0: Welcome to the CBD Ed Show with Edward Cheney, the founder and CEO of Canafil, a manufacturer of CBD-infused products for human and pet consumption. In this program, we will discuss the uses of CBD and other methods for alternatives and complements to conventional medical treatment. Now, here is your host, Ed Cheney.
1: Hey, welcome to the CBD Ed Show. I'm your host, Ed Cheney. And I'm here with lovely Kimberly Rose.
2: Hello, everyone.
1: And it's nice to have you guys here today. I hope everybody enjoyed the holiday. This show just happens to land right after Christmas and New Year's.
2: Yeah, we're back.
1: We're all rested, ready to, <laughs> uh, ready to have a spectacular show. That's what I expect. Yeah. Uh, and we also thought with the onset of 2021... Uh, this is a good idea to give an update on quitting smoking. Yes. And you'll find that some of the research that we were able to drum up today uh, will not necessarily always be specifically targeted at smoking. Also at other addictions uh, like Drug addictions, um, pres- prescription addiction, stuff like that.
2: Right. Okay. How long was it um, ago that we did the show on nicotine?
1: You know, it would have been. I-, I have to say, at least one year ago now. Wow. I'd like to say easily one year. Okay. Yeah. Well, if hopefully not more.
2: A lot's done, been done, right? Since then,
1: uh, yeah. So more of, and, and you always like jumping ahead, you know, with these great questions <laughs> of yours. I do. <laughs> more research now is focusing more on the neurocognitive effects uh, or components of addiction. Uh, so, and, and I would imagine it's because the the symptoms of coming off of an addiction. Has already been well established. Right. Both in conversations around CBD, also other pharmaceutical solutions and homeopathic solutions and home remedies. Those have already been worked through. We're going to share those today. Yeah. But they have been worked through. So the new science, it made sense that it was going to the neurocognitive area. Okay. You know, and we'll be able to kind of discuss those a little bit better. Uh, Because in in this episode, what what we wanted to do is we wanted to be able to share the science, share the studies and best practices for CBD,
0: Mm -hmm.
1: kind of create uh, a a chest of useful uh, content or useful tools for you. uh, If this is the choice you would like to make starting in 2021, you know, getting rid of some addiction habit. Uh, I I have at the end of the show, I'm going to be sharing my experiences and my outcomes uh, th- there may be some benefit in hearing those as well.
2: I think so. I uh, listen. I th- it is the number one question on the website these days. I have many customers uh, that want to know how I can overcome tobacco, m- mainly nicotine uh, addiction.
1: Yeah, and, and, and keep in mind, uh, this one is: Can you have better success using CBD? Yeah. So we will focus in on that area for you. Uh, But we couldn't help but sprinkle in uh, other things that we found uh, in our research.
2: Yeah, definitely.
1: Um, All right, let's start with... Let's start with statistics, okay? Because hey, what would be more helpful in starting a new year than having a good reason to do something, right? And so, yeah. but there's also some good news in these statistics too. Uh, in 2019, CDC reported that 14% of the American population were smoking. That's 18 years and above 18 year olds and above. Yeah. So 14%, which by the way, just for statistics that that uh, equals out to 34.1 million Americans smoking in 2019.
2: That that surprises me so much
1: it did, does surprise it, it does surprise me too but I'm also privy to what the numbers were previous years
2: okay so they are much lower
1: yeah okay. so so the trend is uh, in 2005 uh, it was only it was, I'm sorry it was much higher it was 21 percent of America's population so just to reiterate again in 2019 we're down to 14 percent that's a pretty significant decline
2: yeah okay well so that's a good statistic
1: right yeah yeah Yeah. and that was the good news i wanted to share good uh they also reported that 16 million americans right now live with a smoking related disease so again if we want um a reason there's a couple of good statistics that we pulled off the CDC. Uh, I also found this statement very common as I was digging through all the, uh, all the research and the clinical studies is that all treatment ideas that reduce or stop the smoking habit outweigh any treatment risks.
2: Okay, good. Yes.
1: So there wasn't, there wasn't anything that showed up on our radar as a, Treatment concept or an idea that had risks anywhere near the risks of uh, smoking smoking tobacco. Yeah, right. Good. Uh, we also thought, well, uh, what what are the harmful effects? What are we really talking about here? Well, we have tobacco and nicotine. These are two very separate items. They just happen to be combined, and when you uh, in a cigarette, right. And I think it's fair to understand what those two components are and how they affect this habit and the, the process of trying to quit it. Yeah. So I, I broke those down too. All right, so the harmful effects of cigarettes. Let's just start out with a list. Cancer, heart disease, stroke, lung disease, diabetes. It's a big deal. And the biggest part of those diseases are all tied around the combustion of organic material, plant material, you're actually burning the material. Right. And then that is what ends up in your lungs, including the hundred and some
2: I thought it was chemicals. 141 chemicals in a cigarette.
1: Right, all those chemicals mm. in that cigarette, some I know are listed as carcinogens, and they're all in there as well. Yeah. So. It's, it's more about this tobacco in the cigarette that we're combusting and sending into our lungs. That's the biggest problem because I did some research. Uh, and when I do research, I try to do you know peer reviewed kind of stuff. I found two different views on nicotine. So what are the harmful effects of nicotine? We already know it's extremely addictive. Right. Okay, that's the problem, right? We we have a hard time getting off of this because this particular ailment is very addictive. Here are the two studies. So again, clinical seems to be on the fence about whether nicotine is is harmful to us or not. All right, so I thought I'd read two real quickly. So uh, a, a published article from Harvard Medical School Posted in the Harvard Health publica- uh, publication uh, in March of 2014, uh, yeah, they recognize that it gets people hooked on cigarettes. But they suggest that researchers hope that nicotine and related compounds will have therapeutic uses. Nicotine is rightly reviled because of its association with smoking and addiction. Mm-hmm. But the rogue substance has a wide range of effects on the brain, which may include some healing properties. So researchers are currently testing nicotine and related compounds as treatment for Alzheimer's, Parkinson's, attention deficit, and ADHD.
2: Yeah.
1: So that's one side of the fence. But that's
2: not smoking. That is just... just
1: nicotine. That's great. I really want to make that clear. Right. We're only talking about nicotine here. We are not talking about the combusting of cigarette and sending it all down your lungs.
2: And do they say how that... How they're... They do not. Okay. Do you take it in a pill? I don't know. Right. Okay.
1: My my design here was uh, to... Well, let's keep going.
2: Yes. (laughs)
1: Um, How about uh, Indian Journal of Medical Pediatric Oncology? This was in January 2015, so shortly after this other study. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Conclusion, nicotine is fundamental cause of addiction among tobacco users. Nicotine adversely affects many organs as shown in human and animal studies, Mm -hmm. which they did not list them nicotine should be used only under supervision of trained secession personnel therefore its sale needs to be strictly regulated yeah now I did I always look for conflicts who's funding the these studies uh, and this particular one had no conflicts listed so I don't know if that was no conflicts or they didn't want to list them
2: so it wasn't the big tobacco man I couldn't
1: tell I just okay. could, yeah could not tell Um so it what it shared with me though is that there is conflict or there is two sides of the story in the clinical area about what what how nicotine affects the body.
2: Okay. So like let's just go way back when, right? When cigarettes first came out, it was kind of like just a rolled tobacco, tobacco naturally
1: has nicotine in it.
2: Okay. So they just smoked it, a roll of Mm -hmm. a a leaf?
1: Yes, because nicotine is somewhat of a stimulant.
2: Oh, okay. So now it's just so much worse because, you know, obviously you want your pack of cigarettes to stay on the shelf for 100 years (laughs) or whatever. right? I'm pretty sure. (laughs) And there's there's all those chemicals in there. Okay.
1: All right. So when we took a look at solutions for quitting, we put them into two buckets, and I'm pretty sure you would appreciate this and, and, and feel the same. So the two approaches would be, either replacement therapies or just plain old cold turkey now in replacement therapies you replacement means replacement of the nicotine so you have patches you have gum mm-hmm. you even have vape that's there right and cold turkey you have psychological just
2: will. I'm just going to will that, to
1: not do this. I, I have that one as, yes, uh, that was just cold. Will, I'm not going to do it. After that, you also have other things out there like hip, hip, hypnotism. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh,
1: when it comes to just cold turkey, you also have a couple versions of that, which means you can either do it straight cold, you yeah. can do a slow wean, or you can do an assisted wean off of it or cold turkey off of it okay yeah. so we even broke those down into some groups just what am i doing i'm just capturing the audience you know and you'll find out which segment uh, or which group you've decided to go into uh and a lot of people did them all i, I did them all
2: don't so, you probably did went them, to all of them you did at one cold time turkey, you were like i'm not doing it and then i tried and assisted i'm gonna cut back a little bit <laughs>
1: That was my success.
2: (laughs) I mean, I was only um, around for probably the last year or two of your true smoking habit. right, right, right.
1: All right. So when it comes to assisted uh, cessation of uh, smoking, uh, that approach, if it includes CBD, here are some things I wanted to point out. CBD, first of all, considered safe, non-addicting, Mm non-psychoactive and with outside effects yeah that is something that has been accepted by the clinical society so i just wanted to reiterate it in today's show cbd is mostly studied for effects on the neurocognitive processes in nicotine addiction all right why did i put this on here a lot of studies were done back in 2012, 2013, and they were just focusing all over the place. Uh, they, were, they were in the neurocognitive. They were in the symptoms, the habits, the physical, the mental. They were all over the place. And then the studies just stopped coming. And it made sense why. Because really, they, as, as the clinical study of addiction became even more pronounced in the clinical world, they separated those two, the symptoms and the neurocognitive processes. And for the right reasons, because the neurocognitive processes were the ones that were driving the addiction. So a lot of studies that are now current, 2018, 19, uh, are the ones I sell the most of, are all gonna be focusing in on the neurocognitive processes.
2: Yeah, because your brain I would say going through any withdrawal is going to be your most, obviously, your most influential part of your body telling you, hey, where is it? I need it. We got to go get it. I'm going to send some signals down to the stomach. It's going to hurt. Your brain's going to be foggy. I'm going to do all kinds of stuff to you to make you go and get that thing again.
1: And you will find that the neurocognitive processes, any studies done there They tend to be broad enough to cover a lot of addictions, uh, at least uh, the ones chemical, that are chemical based. And that being uh, nicotine and opioids and, you know, alcohol and cocaine, stuff like that. Right. Yes. All right. I also wanted to. I had said that a lot of the symptoms stuff started to roll off, and it's because that has already been well accepted. Uh, CBD has already demonstrated relief from symptoms related to nicotine withdrawal. And those symptoms, you know, they include, (laughs) let me just look through this list real quick. They include headaches, insomnia, nausea, Abdominal, abdominal cramp, cramping, hunger, restlessness, irritability, anxiety, constipation. These are all symptoms.
2: Physical th- symptoms. Physical
1: symptoms of addiction to smoking, but also very common to a lot of chemical addictions. Right. Now, when CBD came in, it had already been clearly cited to relieve a lot of these symptoms. And I won't even just say CBD. Now I'm going to go to cannabinoids have been cited to relieve a lot of these symptoms. Because remember, cannabinoids include all of those CBD, CBN, CBG, THC, THCV, right? right? So they include cannabinoids, includes all of them, including the cannabinoids made from your body, 2-HG, adamite. okay? So just FYI, mm-hmm. you, you'll find out that will We'll move around from talking about just CBD to all cannabinoids that come from the hemp plant. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, let's get back on track. So, (laughs) I I want to... I'll now, start with some of the research that I was able to dig up that I thought would be helpful. I first wanted to cite out that when I went to Google Scholar, yeah, I typed in, you know, quitting smoking. Uh, since since I, I typed in all the keywords I knew to get the right documents or the right clinical studies, mm-hmm. I want to tell you I came up with a hundred and one.
2: See, that's what I wanted studies. to know in the beginning. Like, you know, we always say in these shows, there's still, ha- there just hasn't been that many studies right, right. and we're just still at the beginning, but now we're getting to that place, right? I mean, you We're know, in 2021. woo
1: here, Here's one, one page of, you know, 18 pages and I'm like, woo, wow. Yeah. So there are a lot of studies. Now, the majority of studies are focused in on addiction, period. Yeah. Uh, all right. So just wanted to let you know that. Let's talk about one of the studies now. Cannabidiol, which by the way is the long word for CBD, CBD, reverses attention bias to cigarette cues and human experimental models of tobacco withdrawal. This study was done in May of 2018, Society for the Study of Addiction and National Library of Medicine. Okay, so CBD for attention bias to cigarette cues. Let me help you with this, because Kim and I had already had a conversation. What the heck does that mean? Yeah. And I shared it like this. And by the way, they used this imagery in the study. So if you saw a pretty girl with a cigarette in her fingers, close to her mouth, and she's got pretty red lipstick on, and she herself is pretty, you're gonna notice a cigarette. Yeah. Okay. What if the exact same picture, but instead of the cigarette in her fingers, there is a stick of red lipstick.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: All right. If you are addicted to cigarettes, you are cued to recognize the girl with the cigarette, and you look at it in a very favorable way because your brain has been conditioned to do that because it's addicted to nicotine and it knows that's where nicotine's coming from.
2: Right. Yeah.
1: Okay. The rest of the world that is not addicted to nicotine will look at that picture with the cigarette and go, eh, no, nah, I'm not interested. Yeah. But if they saw the exact picture with the lipstick, like, wow, look at that. That's, that's what they mean by the bias to cigarette cues. Right. And this is an example of the cognitive process in the brain that they focus most of their research on. Yeah. Okay.
2: So they'll probably do the same thing again, like we were talking about. Like if you're on a diet, the only thing you see are the commercials (laughs) or the people that are eating food. And you're like, really? Do you know how many people eat food?
1: Yes. It's a very common process that happens in the brain. In
2: a show or if you're trying to cut back on alcohol there's nobody that's not drinking a glass of wine right now. And
1: and it's really important to have this conversation and talk about this because we all, it goes even further than this. When you buy a car first time I bought a Jeep, I'm like, nobody's going to have one. I never seen one. I buy a Jeep. They're all over the place. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Right.
2: Because that's your brain.
1: All right. So this process is real Mm -hmm. and As I read through this, CBD has an impact on it. That's really the key. All right, so let me read the conclusion of this study done at the Society of Study of Addiction. Mm -hmm. The conclusion is really all I wanted to go to for today. Effects of CBD on nicotine withdrawal. After overnight tobacco abstinence, cigarette smokers administered CBD were administered CBD orally in comparison to a group that was administered placebo. So the CBD group showed a reduced salience, which, by the way, that means noticeable. Right. That's when we were talking about that picture when the cigarette people noticed the girl had a cigarette in her fingers. Right. And the pleasantness. Right, The pleasurable signal coming from, oh, that girl's got a cigarette in her hand. Ooh, I like that. I want okay. one. Right? Yeah. To cigarette cues in the absence of any reduction in withdrawals or craving. This study highlighted the potential utility of CBD as a treatment for specific neurocognitive components of tobacco use disorder and suggested that one potential mechanism by which CBD may exert its effects on addiction is via the reduction in the salience of drug cues.
2: Okay, so they don't notice it as much or they're not as attracted to it?
1: That's correct. As CBD comes in to the endocannabinoid system, it triggers your brain and gives it the ability to counter that.
2: To not crave, to no, to, to l- not
1: pick up on those cues. Oh, I see.
2: Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm.
1: These results and and the support. These results support the growing literature regarding CBD and treatment of addictive disorders. You know, as a broad statement. Right. These results therefore support the potential of CBD and targeting specific neurocognitive processes and nicotine addiction. Okay. So I'll say that again. So it. Allows the brain to realign itself with these cues that are supporting addiction. Right. Okay. Recognizes them, disassociates with them. I'm pretty sure there's lots of different terminologies you can use.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: All right. How about um, study an older study? Cannabinoid reduces cigarette consumption in tobacco smokers. Preliminary findings, and this was a PubMed. Uh, this was published in PubMed 2013. And I know it's reciting some of the facts that were done in an original study in 2012. Uh, over the treatment week, placebo-treated smokers showed no difference in number of cigarettes smoked, and in contrast, those treated with CBD significantly reduced the number of cigarettes smoked by 40 percent. Yeah. Results also indicated that the maintaining of this effect followed, followed to the next visit, although it was 10 days later.
2: Okay, so they were given?
1: A, a fairly I mean, high dose of CBD orally.
2: Orally, okay.
1: And then another group was given placebos. Okay. And the group that was that took the CBD showed a 40% decrease in the number of cigarettes they smoked given that time period. Right. And I believe if I remember the study it was one day. Okay. And then they came back 10 days later and measured again how many cigarettes they smoked over that 10 day period. Okay. Uh, again, this preliminary data suggests CBD to be potential treatment for nicotine addiction and warrants further exp- further, uh, further exploration. All right. Let's move to addiction in general. And this one, is really getting a lot of attention. Yeah. Uh, We're talking about a couple different types of addiction, but this one just kept showing up and because it's in the cannabis field, I want to share it. Uh, This is Journal of Clinical Pharmacy and Therapeutics did a study on cannibal, uh, I'm sorry, cannabis withdrawal syndrome. Yeah. I'll say that again, cannabis withdrawal syndrome. And the reason these studies are showing up is because marijuana is becoming uh, accepted (laughs) Uh, um, recreationally,
2: recreationally, okay. yes. So right, it's so, out there.
1: So more and people, more and more people are doing, and this is THC-based mm-hmm. cannabis withdrawal. Uh, you don't, you don't get cannabis withdrawal syndrome from uh, CBD only from THC, uh, and it's very specific. Why? And I have a very clear understanding of it. Anyway, what is known? Cannabis withdrawal in heavy users is commonly filed, followed by increased anxiety, insomnia, loss of appetite, migraine, irritability, restlessness and other physical and psychological signs when they try to quit. Yeah. Okay. So, heavy users what? means you're using
2: Every THC,
1: day. marijuana recreationally or medically on a regular basis, a couple of times a day, that kind of stuff. Okay?
2: Uh-huh.
1: All right. Cannabis withdrawal symptom was treated with cannabidiol, which is CBD. For ten days, daily symptom assessments demonstrated the absence of significant withdrawal, anxiety, and disassociated symptoms during the treatment. Again, this is this is done fairly recent. Mm-hmm. Conclusion: CBD can be effective for the treatment of cannabis withdrawal syndrome. Now, you will start hearing this term, cannabis withdrawal syndrome, more and more uh, as uh, as time goes on because of the acceptance of. Medicinal and recreational cannabis, uh, marijuana.
2: Well, I, you know, and I, th- I think it's just like anything else that we have in our society, especially when it's new and exciting, and mm-hmm. oh my gosh, this is going to be so great! I can go get high again, and it's legal. There are always—I don't know if it's just a human trait. Do we always want to overdo? <laughs> Do we?
1: <laughs> no, you want you, if you want my opinion. I think there is a lot these days to retreat from.
2: Well, sure. Yes, I understand. And that that.
1: cannabis can be a solution for self-medicating,
2: anxiety
1: from all the crap that's happening.
2: Yeah. So, but now we're finding out that it could be as addictive as alcohol or nicotine or, or.
1: Different show. But yes, okay. it has an impact on the brain, and when you try to remove it, the brain still functions because that THC molecule, we all know, stays in your system. It, it bonds to fat and it stays in and it stays in your brain for a long time too. As long as it is present in your brain, the brain is still picking signals from it. Okay. But you no longer have the sedative effects. Yeah. So it takes a while for once those THC molecules are removed from the brain for the brain to get back to operating the way it knew it should or the way it did before.
2: So if this I guess this is another show again, but if the the molecule stays, do you feel the effects right away or is it a gradual withdrawal?
1: Gradual withdrawal. Okay. All right. Let me uh, let me go through the second one here and then we're going to take a break. Mm hmm. The Clinical Pharmacology Unit at the University College in London. The Potential of Cannabidiol as a Treatment for Psychosis and Addiction. Uh, this was, again, a 2019 study. It starts out with the ECS plays. Now, the ECS is your endocannabinoid system. What's inside your body that manages a lot of its functions. plays an important role in the path, pathophysiology of both psychotic disorders and substance use disorders. The non-psychoactive cannabinoid compound, CBD, is a highly promising tool in the treatment of both disorders. Cannabidiol, which is CBD, appears to have low reinforcing properties with limited abuse potential to inhibit drug-seeking behavior, what we were talking about earlier. Mm -hmm. Other considerations, such as CBD for uh, CBD's anxiolytic. Properties, how well it treats anxiety, and minimal adverse side effects also support the potential viability as a treatment option for a variety of symptoms associated with drug addiction. So again, they are classifying, or at least classifying, that it is useful for both the the neurological and the symptom driven uh, the symptoms coming from uh, coming off an addiction. Yeah. Okay. So. I, I don't want to read 101 of these. No. They were all pretty much telling me the same thing over and over and over again. Yeah. And being that this is, you know, an hour show. Made sense. Okay. Let's do this. We're going to take a quick break. Mm-hmm. Kim and I are going to gather our thoughts for the next half of this show. <laughs> and we'll be right back.
2: the Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com Live authentically. Heal naturally with Canafil.
0: You are tuned in to the CBD Ed Show. If you have a question that you'd like addressed on a future episode of our program, please send an email to info at canafil.com That's info at C-A-N-N-A-F-Y-L dot com. Now back to the CBD Ed Show.
1: Welcome back listeners. CBD Ed Show. We are talking about, can CBD help you be successful, more successful at quitting, quitting your addiction? Yeah, specifically, we're we're targeting cigarettes. Yeah, or or we'll uh, say more so we are talking uh, nicotine. But nicotine is a chemical Found substance, and I think we both believe that. By our, I, most of uh, the chemical addictions uh, that would be common out there can all fall under this. Under uh, the directions that we got from the clinical studies. Uh, what do I mean by chemical addictions? So we have nicotine, we have opioids, we have caffeine, alcohol. we have alcohol, right? Other pharmaceuticals. Right. So those are all, they all fall pretty much in the, the same realm. Some of their symptoms are going to be different, but most of this cognitive conversation that we've been having, the cues that the brain gets from your, your senses, your, your eyes, your, your smell, your taste, your, your, your touches, those your brain knows how to trigger on those cues. There's signaling and, and neurons up there that are designed to be receptive to those and become aware of them and trigger other things to happen when those cues are coming in.
2: Well, yeah, and I, I think one of the things uh, why the uh, and we did a, a an article, it's on the website. We did it about a year ago, yeah. Um, and it, it it's the most popular article that's Googled on the website right now. And yeah. I think it's mm-hmm. mainly because people are concerned that with COVID and all the lung issues that that g- come with that, they're just concerned about their their lung health. Yeah. And so that I brought that to your attention, saying, "Hey, this is yeah. this is a real thing. Yeah. Like people really, really are getting yeah. concerned." And so let's talk about this again. Let's bring it up. Let's let's bring no, it up. It,
1: it was it was great, and the timing is good for two reasons: start of the year. We had talked about that. That's good. But there also were, and I know this is a little bit off track, but it's extremely relevant. There are some recent studies that showed how resilient lung tissue was. yeah, And that you could have smoked for an extremely long time and your lungs were very capable of getting rid of it all, right. coming back 100%. Now, that's not saying you haven't caused DNA problems and you prone to cancer and all that. That's a, a different conversation. Right. But the lung tissue was very capable of surviving uh, even long-term smoking is what some of these clinical trials were talking about. Right, And so that's very... Uh uplifting for, for me, if, you know, if I were smoking still, I'd be like, why not then? Let's get rid of this now.
2: Well, yeah, this yeah. of all times, this is probably a time where we should, you know, I mean, if we're going <laughs> to try and find any bright light from COVID, we, we want to be a little healthier. We sure, just want to sure. be a little healthier.
1: Yes, great. So notice that when you consider quitting... We put it in two buckets. Mm -hmm. Either you are going to do a replacement therapy, uh, so patches, gums, vape, anything else with nicotine that's just not combusting tobacco with chemicals in it and put it in your lungs. Right. Uh, Or you go to the cessation, you just quit, cold turkey, or you do it with assistance. And we've dug up a bunch of articles that suggested CBD has... And a positive effect on both sides of the addiction problem, the neurological part mm-hmm. and the symptom part.
2: Right. Now we hear a lot of people say how terrible vaping is, um, but it helped you.
1: Yeah. Well, you know, as a as a replacement therapy, right? It was really the only thing that worked. Yeah. And it makes absolute sense why it worked. And remember the statement earlier, all treatment ideas that reduce or stop the smoking habit outweigh any treatment risks. So there's not very many conversations or studies that I've looked at that suggested to me that vaping nicotine was not worth it to remove the habit of smoking cigarettes.
2: Yeah. So, I mean, it, it took a little while, but really, I mean, you did it, w- what I considered was a, a, a safe way. You started at a certain milligram so that you didn't go back to the cigarette. Right. You still got that nicotine um, fix, I guess is what you want to say. But you also took it to another step where you, you re- started reducing your nicotine slowly and and then got to zero. Right. Got to zero.
1: It, it was. It was very helpful. They're yes. very helpful. And anytime somebody asks me uh, advice on a, a, a replacement choice, I always go to vape. I always tell them how I did it. And I'll tell you, it only takes me a second, go high nicotine in the beginning, 12, 18 milligram package go high high nicotine in the beginning because that's the piece you want to solve first
2: mm-hmm.
1: your chemical craving solve it first now remember we're not talking about cbd anymore now we've rolled over to vape right very short thing here go high first and then over three weeks you know two to three weeks you can start reducing it down If you start at 18 then you go down 12 then you go down to eight six is there a four Three. Three, and then zero. And you can do this over a comfortable period. You can do it over an aggressive month and a half, or you can do it over six months.
2: Okay, let me ask you this. Remember what
1: we talked about. Nicotine is not the big problem. Right. All right.
2: If CBD was out when you took this decision where you said, I'm not going to do this anymore, would you have gone to CBD?
1: I am not seeing any science about combining those two. Oh, wait a minute. Yeah. I, I'm sorry. Would have gone to it? That's a good question. I'll have to answer that later.
2: <laughs> yeah, because I think, uh, obviously, it's, he- it's healthier. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like it would be quicker.
1: It certainly would have been everything I would want. Quicker.
2: Yes. Easier. Right.
1: Less uncomfortable.
2: Uh, less you know, expensive.
1: Less expensive. Going to going to vape uh, for for nicotine, I, that was kind of uncomfortable because you needed that thing all day, every day. It, it was always around you, big clouds everywhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, so when I say uncomfortable, that's what I meant by it. Right. All right. So, yes, I would rather have gone the CBD route because it, it takes the cold turkey model. Right. And instead of it lasting six months, it would have lasted... Two or three weeks Right. is my guess Yeah. based on what I know now. Mm-hmm. I did not go that direction, but what I know now, I think that would be a reasonable expectation is about three weeks of cold turkey using CBD to offset and to work with the cognitive. Probably in about three weeks, you would feel you had good control.
2: You had control. Yeah. yeah.
1: I, the studies suggested I, I sense that from both experience and studies. wait right. Let's keep moving. Okay. Uh, I forgot where it was. Let's, uh, let's move to
2: for the last page. <laughs>
1: well, thank you so much.
2: Cannabinoids, <laughs> right? To use.
1: Uh, so we so we were so we broke those uh, broke these down into two, two of those buckets: uh, the neurocognitive and the symptoms. Let's talk about cannabinoid use. No, actually, let's let's go with more of an experience share. Okay. And I'm going to share a recent one too because it's very, it, it, I have some relevant experience with what they were talking about in the neurocognitive components of helping with addiction. And I had this experience before I did the clinical studies, but very shortly before. Right. So I was able to connect a lot of dots. So I ended up using THC for sleep. Uh, the stress of this year just really, I guess, overwhelmed me, and I could not I could not solve it with just CBD alone, or maybe I just chose uh, to go an easier route, but I went there. Mm-hmm. And and then I got to a place where I just wanted, I needed it every night for a good night's sleep, so I did. And every night, good night's sleep, sometimes a little bit more, sometimes a little bit less. I chose to go the route of uh, making it right out of the flour and producing brownies with the help of my wonderful wife and... So you never really knew how much was in a brownie, so I can't give you any specifics on amount, but the regularity, I can. I don't think I went a night without it. Right. All right. So here I go, and and then I think to myself, okay, I can't function if somebody needs my help at 1130 at night.
2: And we have teenagers.
1: So so I attempted on multiple occasions to quit over the last, I don't know, number of six months or so. Yeah. And the first time... I went through about three days of it. And I went through three days of insomnia. And when I say insomnia, zero. And it was absolutely miserable. And I went, what the heck's going on here? And fourth night, I had to get some, had to get some sleep. I can't run businesses and not have any sleep. Doesn't make sense. Anyway, and then I do it a second time. This time I go out of town. I try to do things that would help me. And I go through about six, no, I go through 10. Oh No, no, maybe it was, I don't know. It was eight, eight to 10 nights. <laughs> okay. And it was insomnia every night. Yeah. And it was funny because the last night, the dreams, the the, the rapid eye movement, that stage right past that where you were in the hallucinogenic dreams. Oh, wow. Freaked me out really bad. And I had to stop then too. All right. Here's my last one. My last attempt. I weaned off for a month and a half or a month maybe. And then I went cold turkey and only had about three nights of, of um, no sleep. Uh, a little bit of anxiety, all three of those had some anxiety related to them, but I understood what happened. That THC molecule was still up there affecting the signaling, the cues, and so forth, up in my brain, and it wasn't until that molecule left. And the more that I had put up into that brain, the longer it took. So right. when I started weaning off, I just want to share that idea. When I started weaning off, I had fewer molecules, they went away quicker. Uh, so I got up to about you know five days, and then uh, the symptoms seemed to have dissipated almost completely. And but, a lot of things went away. By the way, I, I think its biggest impact, uh, if anybody ever comes to that, uh, is on your circadian clot.
2: Right, okay. right. But you did use, we did uh, we, I did talk him into using. High doses of CBD. Oh this yes, yeah.
1: So and so yeah. So let's yes. get the relevance back into the show. Yes. I, I, I did. I read some studies about it. They said absolutely use CBD. Oh my goodness, did it make a difference? That ten days where you, I was this close to going into a sane asylum. Yeah. <laughs> compared to the most recent attempt, three, four days, and then I found myself back in normalcy. Yes. I used a very regimented CBD full spectrum every day in the neighborhood of about 80 to 100 milligrams a day. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was very specific. You know, when I dosed it, I made sure I was dosing a large portion of that within an hour of wanting to go to sleep. So, just FYI, I have personal experience that CBD went into my system and absolutely made. That addiction, success, uh, getting off of that addiction, successful.
2: Yes, I personal think, experience. I I, I, I think the first and second times you tried to do this, you did not. You were almost afraid of the CBD because you had heard something about
1: the, the, the uh, combination of high THC and high CBD creating an anxiety. An
2: anxiety. Yeah. yeah, which really I was already, you already. Super anxiety, <laughs> so it scared
1: me. Uh, anyway, yeah. yeah. Uh, so she is correct. That's why I did not use it in previous attempts.
2: And this is a much calmer, much nicer <laughs> experience the last three days. Yeah, yes. Yes.
1: Yeah. So. Wonderful. All right. So open share there. Um, if, if you wanted to use cannabinoids, now I'm talking cannabinoids, that includes all of them, CBD, THC, and so on, to help you with your addiction Give consideration to also separating. So when we talk about a neurological components, uh-huh. the cues and all that, the clinical studies, they were using doses of four hundred milligrams and eight hundred milligrams, and they were using CBD isolate. Yeah. So they could get those high numbers in there.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I'm gonna suggest to you you cannot it's probably difficult to do that with a full spectrum. Full spectrum, having all the cannabinoids in there, you may be overstimulating or over uh, sedating if you get to those high numbers. Yeah. And plus, super expensive.
2: Oh, yeah. I I mean, I... I Recommend to my customers.
1: Well, let's go to the recommendation after I split these two up first. Uh, So if you're talking, if we want to treat just those neurocognitive Mm -hmm. high amounts of CBD, if you want to treat the withdrawal symptoms, lower amount, but all the cannabinoids. Every one of them will have value. CBN, CBG, THC, they all have value. Yes. But in appropriate dosing. So you have to know the doses, and it just so happens that the hemp plant has a good profile of those, mic- the mixes of those different cannabinoids. Yes. Okay, because they are low on CBD. If you go to a dispensary and try to pull this off, the sedative and the high THC might throw you right back into your problem again. As a matter of fact, a lot of a lot of the clinical. Cautioned about going to THC, high THC products because they consider that as a self-medicating solution that could cause an additional
2: Right, outcome. you're just trading one right. for the other.
1: All right. So we split those two up and yeah, so I, I first wanted to say that I think if you use a full spectrum on a daily basis to manage the symptoms and then a vapable cartridge
0: mm-hmm.
1: for... The neurological stuff because you can do that repetitively all day long, and none of these studies did that, they just did a single dose. Right, you're now solving both of those problems,
2: right? Because again, for smokers. Especially if you've been smoking for twenty years. Exactly,
1: you get the physical too. Huh? You, it's yeah. that
2: hand to mouth is yeah. a real right. addiction. It's it's a real thing. And and again, like I said, with my customers that say, well, I always have my cigarette with my <laughs> cup of coffee, or yeah. I always ha- I'll go on a break and I go have a cigarette. So you kind of have to change yeah. your life a little bit, not forever, but take that cartridge take take your your CBD in the morning like a regular dose yeah. i i will go ahead and say take the, the a good 33 milligrams of CBD in the morning. In
1: the morning and another one at night.
2: And another one at night for yep. so you can sleep. And then If you're
1: a big guy, go a little bit bigger. Go double that. Yeah. Go double. You have twice as much body mass. You only have to do this for a short period of time, right? Yeah. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I give everybody 30, give yourself 30 days right. to do this. But
1: you can, you can start at that 33 in the morning, 33 at night, mm-hmm. and then... First week, and then maybe the second, we can move that down to 20 in the morning, 20 at night. And, yeah. You know, you can adjust down as the symptoms start to get relieved. And then when the vape cartridge, it's it's the vape cartridge is super easy because it's just use as needed. Yeah. Whether that's your physical need. Right. You know, hand to mouth, or whether that's the anxiety-based need. Yeah. you know, because something you're getting cues. cues you, exactly, yes. right? Yes, something. So,
2: you know, I always do this after after I eat. I smoke a yeah, cigarette. You right. know what I mean? So that the cartridge is really designed for you throughout the day to just get you through that day without smoking yeah. a cigarette.
1: And, and and it, we've seen so much success. I I I I know I have. Kim, I'm sure you deal yes. with a lot more clients than I do.
2: Yeah, yeah, I do have uh, again one of the questions since Ed is such a good um, authority uh, <laughs> on, <laughs> you know, because a lot of people when they're that. when they're used to smoking a cigarette, that's a dry, that's a, it's a dry, it's a different sm- smoking experience than a vape cartridge. And they say, oh, my gosh, it makes me cough. Um, Well, there's two things that are making you cough.
1: Yeah. Can I share that?
2: Yes. You tell them what it is. (laughs) All right. So
1: when you do vaping uh, as a nicotine substitute, you normally get something a little bit larger when you draw in that. Device, You know, you have a lot more smoke that comes out. Well, that vape is a moisture-based vape, a uh-huh. moisture-based product that goes into your lungs. And your lungs are not used to it. What they were used to was dry, burnt, combusted material. It's very dry. So when you first start using vape as a nicotine substitute, if that's the direction you want it to go in, your lungs are going to experience this moisture product coming in. Uh, And it's going to be also uh, having a PG base to it, which both of those are going to have an impact on your lungs. Your lungs never felt before. Uh, If you think about this, uh, it's been dry all day and then you go and you you turn the shower on in full steam. When you first walk in there or when you first walk into a sauna, your lungs, you can feel that wet, moist vapor. Uh-huh. And then if you add a little bit of that PG, which is obviously very natural, but if you add that PG, the two of those will go, Whoa, wow, what's going on? And it'll take you a week and a half to really become used to it so that you don't notice it anymore. First two days, you may cough a lot. Yeah. All right, second piece is when you're using CBD for this treatment or success of getting off cigarettes, you're going to find that plant material and even we intentionally put plant material called terpenes in there. And there's a bunch of different terpenes that are very Good. Very specifically put in there for things like anxiety or energy or sleep. They mm-hmm. all have these characteristics to them, but they all have one common trait to them. As they pass through the throat, they tend to irritate.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And it's just a small amount. Uh, you'll see people who are uh, using uh, medical or marijuana, either medically or, or um,
2: recreational. recreational.
1: You'll find that you'll see them coughing. They're coughing because of the terpenes that are in that plant.
2: Yeah. But you get used to those, right? You
1: absolutely do. And and to date, no study has ever suggested there's a harm there. It's nothing more than an agitation. That's it. That's all, 100%.
2: That's what I try and tell my customers, that you're you're switching to a different type of product. Correct. So expect a, a little bit of coughing in the beginning, and then... As your lungs get used to this difference, then you will be, then you'll be fine.
1: Yeah. And, and, and being even more specific, when you're vaping for a nicotine replacement, you're going to feel it in your lungs. That's where the, the cough will come from. When you are using, uh, when a terpene is causing agitation, it's in your throat, not in your lungs. Yeah. Yeah. So just so you, you see those two separately. Okay. This is a great question because yeah you're right I everybody would be, be surprised well, when yeah. they first try it
2: and then they're like well this isn't this, this has got to be whatever those right. horrible vape cartridges were that were out there yeah. you know and a lot of vape cartridges or um, CBD prop cartridges out there uh, just try and make sure you go to a good reputable company. Uh, testing is always important. Yeah. Um, you don't want to obviously get anything at any. I don't even know if they sell them at Circle Ks or on the street or wherever those things came from that were um, deadly back way back when. But you just want to be. careful
1: well you want to be careful but you also if if it doesn't work wow getting off addiction is hard yeah don't mess with this one is my opinion go if you go in this by buying a second rate product that you can't validate how much cannabinoids are in it oh man you just went through three or four days of i'm sorry to say this but hell yeah i mean that is a shit storm yeah going cold turkey without any aid Right. All right, listen, we've got to wrap this show up. I loved this sharing this content with you guys. Uh, feel free to uh, reach out to us anytime for any questions or even help. If you are fighting this battle, we are here to help you. Stay connected to us with our social media. And I would like to say thanks for joining us today. This is Ed and your other host, Kimberly, <laughs> your hemp authorities, and we're wishing you a... Canerific day. Uh,
2: I haven't gotten used to saying that. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Bye, everybody. <laughs> You for listening to the cbd
0: ed show please join your host edward cheney for another edition next friday at 11 a.m pacific time 2 p.m eastern on the voice america variety channel we can also be heard each week on the voice america health and wellness channel until we talk again enjoy the upcoming weekend and we'll be here soon